Welcome to the weekly Comic Web Old Time Radio Program podcast. We sell old time radio programs, Golden Age comics in PDF format, and we have other free podcasts. Visit comicweb.com for more information or find us on Facebook and iTunes. This week, our podcast features an episode of The Chase called Hard Luck Ethel. It first aired on May 4th, 1952. National Broadcasting Company invites you by transcription to join the chase. In the animal world, there is the hunter and the hunter. Bound and fox, hawk and sparrow, cat and mouse. We in the topmost species have also joined the hunt. But who is to judge precisely which of us are hounds or foxes as we enter the chase? Johnny Q and Thirsty Boy. 
Thirsty Boy coming up. Matador holding the lead by a lane. Johnny Q second. Thirsty Boy third. Matador at the finish. Please hold your parent. What horse did you have, Ethel? Baby, he just passed the three-quarter turn. one than losing your pay on them every week. I guess you're right, but, uh... What are you looking at? Uh, that sign is the advertisement up there over the sea. The hair bleed? Uh-uh. Next to it, at the crystal ball. Look at what it says, Francis. Madam Zaza solves your problems. Foretells the future. Price consultations arranged. So what? Uh... one of them. But Ethel, yeah. uh, if she does give you a hot one, mm-hmm. you may as well uh, put down two on the nose for me. Well, Sam, the next day was Saturday, and I went up to Madame Zaza's at noon. <laughs> a guy with a turban on his head and, and a ring in his ear <laughs> let me into the apartment and, and sat me down right in front of the crystal ball and, and then called his boy. You wish to consult with me? Uh, uh Madam Zaza? Yes? Uh, my name's Ethel Hoyt. I, I want my fortune told. Sit right where you are, my dear, uh, and face the crystal ball. Uh, li- like this? Sherzade, dim the light. Gaze into the crystal, my dear, uh, and tell me what you see. Keep looking into the depth. Soon you will see your future, foretold in all its glory. Who oh, you mean Gabe, do you have any questions of import, my dear? Uh, 
Um, who's going to win the fifth at Jamaica this afternoon? Huh? Uh, oh, I beg your pardon? The fifth. The Buckle Cup Handicap. Ah, you are speaking of racing, Miss Hoyt. Not. I am not a professional tipster, my dear. Oh, but, but, but I thought you could see into the future. Of course. However, I deal in more important matters than horse races. Gaze. Uh, Gaze down into the crystal uh, ball. Gaze. You see something? Yes. What? I see that you will become lucky very soon. You mean I'm going to win one? More than one. Yeah? Five times the goddess of luck will smile down at you, and oh. five times you will reap a reward. <laughs> It is written in this time. Five times? Oh, boy. With a five-horse parlay, I'll be in the chip. But beware. Of what? I see a man. A man? He's tall and he's handsome, and he will follow you and chase you until he traps you. Traps me? Why? Because, my dear, he wants to kill you. That will be two dollars. Two bucks, Two bucks I had to pay to tell me that. It's the other day like that. I mean, it, it worried me so much. I, I could hardly read the dope sheet on my way to the track that afternoon. And when I met Francis near the clubhouse. Ethel. Hello, Francis. What's the matter? You're so late. You missed the first two races. I know. For a while, I didn't think I'd get here at all. You're kidding. I, I went to that fortune teller. Yeah? I, and you were right. She's nothing but a fake, Francis. Everything she told me was I want. Mm-hmm. When Frances Becker gives you advice, you take it. Yeah. You only wasted your cash, yeah. you see? She didn't give you a tip, huh? Tip? <laughs> she didn't even know what a horse race was. Strictly a square, that's all. Strictly... There! There they go, Esther. Yeah. It's Georgia Peach on the outside of the one-way private eye, second... Private eye, that's my uh, move, Ethel. Five on him to play. Private Eye moving up on Georgia Peach. Turn table now, make your bed, followed by Beazle Bob. Private Eye, wait a Ethel, what's the matter? Nothing. Didn't you play the bet? Yeah, I bet. What horse? He ain't in the money. Uh, Private Eye going to lead the second time. Turn table passing Georgia Peach. Beazle Bob coming up to make a bed. on the board are going to be. Ethel. Yeah? Snap out of it. Huh? Hey, there's the odds. What? Private eye pays six twenty for place. What? Look at the odds on Rumba. Holy smoke, he was a 50 to one shot. Rumba? Yeah. Who'd you have? Um, Rumba. No. Yeah. Number three. Look at my ticket. You got it, Ethel. I just bet blind, Francis. I didn't even remember my horse's name. What did you bet? Five bucks on the nose. Oh, sister, you're in for 250 smackers. <sighs> Ethel, you hit the jackpot at last. <sighs> five winners. What? He said I'd have five winners. Who said? Meeny, meeny, miny, moe. 
the horse and grab the dough. Ethel, are you crazy? You're going to pick the horse with your eyes shut? It doesn't matter. What are you going to do, Ethel? I'm going to bet my girdle. Coming down the stretch, sway back, moving up, sway back, passing, kiss you. Sway back at the finish, kiss you, that is your permission. Way back, that's you, Ethel. Yeah. Oh, look at the odds. Thirty to one. How much would you bet, Ethel? Oh, I'm getting fifty grams. Ethel again? French toast. It's French toast in the fifth. French toast. That's candidate for the glue factory. I checked the odds on him myself. He can't lose now. I'm getting on him. For how much? Ha <laughs> ha! The worst. The results of the photo finish, ladies and gentlemen. French toast, followed by Gollywood. No question about it. I think I'm going to finish. Oh, let's see now. 7,500 at 2 to 1. Ethel, quick. Let's get out of here. Yeah, what for? Before you lose your money. Don't be with Jack. Ethel, if you dare pick another horse in that crazy way. Bedtime story. Who? Bedtime story three to one. That's for baby. Um, now that gives me a 45,000 clam, Francis, or uh, roughly. <laughs> Nine mink coat. Ethel. Eeny, my. No. No, what? I won't let you do it. Oh, just one more race, Francis, and then I'm through. Five winners, she said, and I got four. Uh, excuse me. What? Haven't we met before? Well, no. I, Ethel. We never seen you before, Mr. Neville. My name is Bertram. Francis, what? Let's go. But, ladies, I, I didn't mean. Stop pulling me, Ethel. You've got to get away. Ethel, stop. Now, what's got into you? He didn't mean any harm. He's such a nice, tall, handsome gentleman. That's the trouble. What's the trouble? My father told me. He's walking our way again, Ethel. And you know, I'm almost sure I'll see him someplace. You wanted to go home, Francis? Come on. But Ethel. Run, Francis, run. He was just like Madame father said he'd be. Tall and handsome and maybe looking around for a piece of throat to cut. She told me I was going to get me five winners, and so far she was right. But if I could help it, that was the only part of her prophecy that was going to come true. Who's there? At the Hoyt, Mrs. Ryan. I, I got the rent I owe you. It's $80, ain't it? Well, yes, it is, and it's a mighty welcome sight, yeah, to see, I can tell you, Miss Hoyt. Oh. Seems today is my lucky day. I just I... rented my last roof about an hour ago. Sixty-five. Seventy-five, eighty. That's right. Uh, uh, and here's fifty dollars in advance. Well, stay the Did you come into a fortune, Miss Hoyt? I'm doing okay now. Staying away from the horses, are you? Horses? Well, now, don't take no offense, girlie. I was just saying to my old man, Ryan himself, I was saying, a nice young girl like that losing all her money at the races. Oh. Well, she should be taking care of a mess of kids, I say. Yeah, but, but, but I won, Mrs. Ryan. Did you now? Thousands of dollars. Stay alive, you don't mean. Uh, um, and don't be afraid, Mrs. Ryan. I ain't moving. I, well, I like your boarding house, and, and I like you, oh, too. Well. Yeah, I'll keep my room no matter how much I win. But why why is a sudden change of luck? It well, seems to me that you was always a loser, wasn't you? I, I had my fortune told. Oh, you did, did you? Uh, 
Huh, Madam Zorzo? Mm -hmm. For two bucks, she said I'd get five winners in a row, and, and so far I only got four, so you see, that gives me one more to go, Mrs. Ryan, and if I bet my shirt, I'll end up so rich, I'll take my beds and malted milk. <laughs> uh, uh, excuse me. Uh, I better call a bookie. <laughs> He'll have to set up a corporation to handle a bet like mine. Uh, Sam? Oh, oh, well, where is he? Oh, well, who's this? Oh, uh, Louie, Ethel Hoyt, a uh, Sam knows me. I want to play to bet tomorrow in the first raid. Um, what horse? <laughs> well, uh, name some names. Hmm, yeah. Um, uh, wait. Louie, I'll ride my dough in Scarbrain. That's right, Scarbrain, the first. Forty-five thousand. Oh, you heard me. So what? Get yourself a syndicate. Can you handle? Okay. Oh, good evening to you, Mr. Park. Good evening. <gasps> yeah, I I'll call you. <gasps> you uh, didn't give me a key, Mr. Ryan. Well, oh. I left one in your room. You'll find it on your dressing table. Oh, thank you. Oh, he's a fine young man, isn't he? <gasps> Oh, Miss Horace, what's wrong with you? You're oh. a pretty little ghost. Is, is, is that your new quarter, Mr. Ryan? Yes, Mr. Bertram Parks. i got to get out of here. What? He's a tall one. The guy to track. i got to move. But, Miss Horace... I'll rise and tell you where to send my clothes. Keep that money I gave you instead of notice. But don't tell him here. I don't want him to follow me. I don't want Madame Zaza to turn out to be right. He must have known. He must have known just where I lived, and he followed me. The first thing I thought of was leaving town, and then I figured I, I'd see Frances first and, and ask her advice. So an hour later, I wound up in her apartment. Hello, Frances. Ethel, what are you doing here? You don't mind my waiting in your flat? You, the, the landlady let me in. Gee, what's the matter with you, Ethel? You look like you're going to be sick. I ain't gonna. I am. What happened? I saw him again. Who? The guy who spoke to us at the track. Oh, you mean Bertram. You know his name? Sure, he mentioned it, didn't he? Besides, he called me up. He called you up? <laughs> you want to know something funny? We both work in the same building. What? That's why he said he saw me someplace uh, before. He must have seen me go into my office uh, once because he phoned while I was typing a letter for Mr. Sweet. <laughs> Mr. Sweet was fit to be Never mind, he got... Mr. Sweet. What did he want? Bertram? Yeah. <laughs> he wanted your number. My number? Hmm, where you work. Did you... Did you give it to him, Francis? Well, yeah. Oh, Francis. Oh, now look, honey. Oh. You're taking this Madame Zaza too serious. Oh. This fellow's such a nice-looking oh. guy, honest. If it wasn't that I got my bill, I'd go for him myself. Oh, but Madame Zaza... Oh, now look. Well, how do you know this is the guy she meant? Well... Anyway, it's all a lot of malarkey. You want them races because you got the brakes. Oh. Not because well. Madame Zaza said you'd win. Well... Now you got a chance to meet a... Clean-cut fella for a change. Uh -huh. Oh, don't be a lemon, Ethel. You can't stay single for the rest of your life. <laughs> he, 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 he did look nice, didn't he? Mm -hmm. <laughs> he looks like a sport. Listen, huh? if he calls you up, let's make it a fortune. Mm -hmm. You and Bertram, Bill and me. How about it? Well, I don't... Well, we could go to a Broadway show, maybe. Oh. If he calls by tomorrow night. Oh, well... Let's look up and see what's playing in the papers, huh? Papers? Well... Mm. How about a musical? Oh, let's see. <gasps> Francis. What's the matter? The headline. 
On the back? Huh? What headline? Woman strangler on the loose. Hmm. Huh? Police looking for slayer of two girls. But I... Have they got a description of them? Well, let's see. Huh? Five foot eleven. What? Dark hair. Huh? Wearing a light gray suit. <gasps> That's Bertram. Oh, now wait a minute. Oh, there's no oh. doubt about it. He, he, he's a nut and, and he wants to kill me. There's a million guys who look just like this Not for me, Francie. Not as to what Madame Dada said. <gasps> but now I can't even leave town. Why not? I bet all my money on Scatterbrain in the first tomorrow. I gotta wait to collect. Yeah. Oh, what am you I gonna... really are worried, ain't you, kid? Oh, maybe I ought to call the police. Huh? But what do you tell them? Well, he ain't done nothing yet. Yeah, but that description in the papers. You still ain't sure, Ethel. Well, you can't go making trouble for an innocent guy. Oh, he ain't innocent, Francis. He's a fellow Madame Zardo was talking about. Oh, Francis, Francis, what am I gonna do? Huh? <laughs> you want to stay here? Uh, I, I guess I better. Huh? Mm, the couch opens up and the, oh. there's plenty of room. So, uh, After a good night's sleep, you. Hello? Is this Miss Decker? Uh, yeah. Uh, this is Bertram Park. Uh, who is it, Francis? Oh, now calm down, oh. Ethel. Uh, what is it, Bertram? <gasps> Don't tell him I'm here. Can uh, you give me Miss Hoyt's home address? Her home address? He's lying, Francis. He knows where I, he knows where I live. He, he moved into the same room in the house. I'd like very much to get in touch with him, Miss Becker. I'm sorry. I can't help you. You uh, don't know where she lives? Well, I used to, but uh, she moved. Ah. Well, no matter. I'll find a home address when I call her office in the morning. Thanks anyway. Don't mention it. He sure is anxious to get hold of you. You're telling me? What are you going to do, Ethel? Collect my winnings tomorrow and blow. Lock up tight, Francis, and, and put that dressing in front of the door. I'm staying for the night. But I couldn't sleep. All night long I dreamed about Bertram. He had four legs and a tail like whirl away. And instead of words coming out of his mouth when he talked, he made. And then once I thought I heard the window open. <laughs> I lifted my head from the door and saw him sneaking in with a butcher knife in his hand and murder in his eye. Don't bother to call her Miss Hoyt. She won't hear you. Well, what do you mean? She won't hear me? I drugged her with horse litter. Uh, what do you want? You, my dear. Gonna kill me? Match? But I ain't done nothing to you, Bertie. You're alive, aren't you? That alone is an insult. You're cracked. Like a plate glass window. Look, look, I, I got money. I'll, I'll win a big stake tomorrow, and, and, and I'll give it all to you. Money, money doesn't interest me. I'm only interested, Miss Hoyt, in you. No! Only in you, Miss Hoyt. Ethel, Ethel, wake up. Don't kill me. Don't Ethel. Oh. Where is he? He was standing right there with a knife in his hand. Oh, you poor oh. kid. You must have been dreaming. Huh? Dreaming? There's no one here but us. Oh, what's that? Take it easy. Easy. It's just the alarm clock. 
Oh. Oh. Well, another day, another dollar. Oh. Time to go to work. Oh, don't leave me, Francis. Oh, but I gotta get to the office, kid. I'm scared to be alone. Well, I tell you what. You stay here until I get back this afternoon. Meantime, I'll make inquiries. Oh, what kind of inquiry? About Bertram. Oh. I'll do a little detective work. Uh -huh. And if he sounds like the nut the cops are looking uh -huh. for, I'll give them a ring. Oh, all right, Francis, I'll wait. I knocked and, and, and bolted the door as Francis listened. Then sat near the window with a hammer in my lap. And as the hours went by and it got to be post-time, I started wondering about the race and how it was uh, working out. <laughs> and happiest one, I tried to get Louie on the phone, but I got no answer. And by the time it got to be two, I just had to look at a paper to get the first result. So uh, I took a chance and left the room, walked down to the corner newsstand. The streets were empty and everything looked so pathetic until I took the stand. There was a guy with his back to me as I started to buy paper. And when he turned around, I saw it was... Bertram! Miss Hoyt, how nice. Don't come near me. Why, Miss Hoyt? What's the trouble? Don't come near me or I'll yell for cops. But, Miss Hoyt, come back. Come back. I, I want to talk to you. I ran like a derby winner until my legs turned to rubber. And when I got to Francis's house, I, I tore up the stairs and into a room and then grabbed the phone. But it was out of order. was wrong, Ethel. <laughs> What's so funny? You just lost a mint. But don't you see? Bertram here. If she was wrong about the last race, she must have been wrong about him, too. If my phone wasn't out of order, I could have told you. I tried to reach you two hours ago. They caught that crackhead. Bertram ain't the nut. I'm sorry if I startled you, Miss Hart. Oh. I'm terribly sorry. I thought you were ill when you ran away from oh. her, or else I wouldn't have chased you down the street. But what did you want, mister? Why were you after me in the first place? Well, you see, I'm an artist, Miss Hoyt. An artist? Oh, you mean you draw pictures and stuff? Mm, for breakfast cereals. For what? You know, breakfast cereals. Shredded wheat, cornflakes. He draws the pictures on the boxes. Oh. And in the advertisements. I just found that out a little while ago myself. I'd like you to pose for me, Miss Hoyt. Uh, uh, you see, you have a picture of health. Oh. A typical American girl. He'll put you on every box of great nuts in town, Ethel. You'll be famous. Will you pose for me, Miss Hoyt? Uh, for a fee, of course. Uh, I'll do it for nothing. <laughs> and bedroom. Uh, yes. 
You can call me Ethel. <laughs> now that we're really going to get acquainted. So that's the story, Sam. I've been posing now for the last two years. Maybe you've seen me once or twice. I'm in all the supermarkets. Um, Bertram, <laughs> oh, we got married, Sam. <laughs> And we're expecting a coat of uh, a baby from the stork. Oh, Bertram's just as nice a guy as he can be. And, and we're both so happy. Um, the horses? Oh, I never play the horses anymore, Sam. I swore off for good. As far as I'm concerned, the breed can improve without me. But, Sam, if you happen to be near the track tomorrow... If you happen to be near, put five bucks on Fleet Philly for me to win in the third. In the animal world, there is the hunter and the hunted, hound and fox, hawk and sparrow, cat and mouse. We in the topmost species have also joined the hunt. But who is to judge precisely which of us are hounds or foxes as we enter the chase? The Chase was created and written for the National Broadcasting Company by Lawrence Clee. In tonight's cast were Ruth Gilbert as Ethel and Anne Thomas as Francis. Others were Ralph Bell and Adelaide Klein. The Chase was directed and transcribed by Walter McGraw. This is Fred Collins speaking. Next week, cunning is matched with cunning as spy hunts spy in The Chase. Tonight, enjoy one of the best plays on NBC. There is always the hunter and the hunted, the pursuer and the pursued. I don't really have too much to say about The Chase because it didn't air that many episodes and only lasted a year, 1952 to 1953. But if you like suspense and you like running for your life, well, actually, if you like to hear about other people running for their lives, then this is your show. The Chase is a little-known suspense program. It ran, ran on the NBC. While the show never really made it big time, it is a pretty good format. It is pretty good. The format of a chase can really work well in radio, as I hope this episode proved. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next week.